What is up, you guys? It's Megan with the Scared Photographer Podcast, and I'm excited for another week. This week, I'm connecting with Victoria Black from the Wild Hearts Collective to talk a lot about being your authentic self. And I struggle with that. I'm sure a lot of us do. And I'm just super pumped to talk to her about it and get her input because she really throws her whole personality into her business, and I love it so much. So, I'm going to get into our intro and we'll be right back. Welcome back. I'm so excited because I finally get to introduce a really good friend of mine, Victoria Black. She owns a company called the Wild Hearts Collective with her sister. Yeah. Photo and floral team. And I don't know what I'm doing with my hands. You guys can't see this, but I'm doing like this weird dance thing because it's just who I am. So I'm going to introduce Victoria. So hi. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm great. I'm so stoked to be doing this with you today. Thanks. Yeah, it's, um, I'm just very lucky that I've made these connections and we've known each other for about a year. Yeah. Um, and it's just great to be able to reach out to people in the industry who you kind of met over time and have some conversations. So I'm Heck yeah, girl, for sure. Yeah. So we met at one of your workshops last year. Yeah. Oh, well, I yeah, guess you would- 2019, but it's kind of like December of 2019. <laughs> I, pr- I just pretend that 2020 didn't exist. Right? And then I constantly, to- yeah, I constantly say, <laughs> oh, 2019 was last year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally feel that. Um, but yeah, you came to one of my workshops. It was mm-hmm. awesome to meet you and to like see your process. Um, you're really tight with Leanne Sim. Yeah. So when you guys came, I think you guys came together, didn't you? We did. Yeah. She yeah. is the one who told me about the workshop and I was yeah. like, yay. And you guys are so cute. You remind me a lot of like me and Brit and how yeah. we are like little like co-pilot besties and yeah. watching you guys work together. was like the same vibe. I, I really loved it. I love yeah, watching that's awesome. Yeah. She's super fun. And I love, um, we've shot a, quite a few weddings together and we always have a ton of fun. So oh, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So you own the Wild Hearts Collective with your sister. Yeah. You guys have like, you guys do photo floral together or maybe yeah. not together all the time, but for the most part. Yeah. Like uh, back in 2016, we started the company together. Um, I've been in the industry since 2013, 2012-ish. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I was doing like a lot of um, second shooting then and then just like shooting whatever weddings were coming my way. Um, when Amanda started doing flowers um she did a workshop the year before down in Seattle um and after that we kind of were talking about the trends in the city and in weddings in general and what we were seeing and a lot of the photos that she was getting she loved but um she felt like she didn't really have a good bond with everybody like she would want more photos specifically of the flowers and and then for me when I would go to shoot a big you know hall wedding or a banquet hall wedding 
these flowers were like these really clustered balls. And I'm like, yeah. this is so wild. Like this bride or groom, they spent so much energy into making this very boho and vintage inspired wedding. And then their flowers looked like, yeah. you know, coming out of 1995. So yeah, yeah. We, did a, we did a couple shoots together and we realized that this is just something that makes most sense for us to team up together yeah. and offer photos and florals to wedding people um, in Vancouver and and beyond um nice. and yeah so it's been really cool it's been a lot of fun to work with her she's one of my best friends so yeah, I was really gonna awesome. say how's it working like alongside your sibling <laughs> usually some people would be like oh, you own a business with your sister and I'm like yeah it's so fun I love yeah. it <laughs> but we're, we're totally opposite people like you know we have very different aesthetics like just personally aesthetic like yeah. you know I love more kind of the rock and roll you know a little bit of disco a little bit of rock and roll vibe she's very much on the other side of that so yeah but but our personalities meet meet up so well and yeah. she's truly somebody that's got me out of my shell of just even what I'm focused on or what I like to f- normally photograph yeah um so yeah in she's great it's awesome to to do something together um growing up like we were very close we used to get in you know sister fights all the time and so to be <laughs> able to flip that around and be able to have a really strong connection out of that is been yeah. awesome I'm sure it's also nice to just have another creative like close by to just talk like talk with and and, you know we're chatting earlier about how lonely sometimes the the, running a business can be so having like a creative partner who also happens to be your best friend would be I'm sure it comes in handy in days where you're like I need to I don't know yeah (laughs) I mean I'm not gonna lie yeah venting shit talking whatever you want to call it (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's what we do together Like, like I'll oh. call her up and be like, "Oh my God, I yeah. need to talk to somebody about this," you know. And she always talks me off the ledge, or I, you know, vice versa. You know, yeah. it's never that extreme. It's usually just like yeah. if I'm having a bad day and I need to, you know, vent a little bit about it, or, um, you know, she's also somebody that I bounce a lot of my creative ideas off of in terms yeah. of like workshops and mentor sessions and and styled editorials things like that um I go to her usually first to be like do you think this is a good idea or do you like the vibe where I'm going with this like I'll send her you know a mood board that I've made off of Pinterest when I can't sleep the night before and be like does this look cohesive and she you know she'll give me a yes or no and and kind of then start to fill and be like oh my god this would be so cool if we did it like this or that whatever so it's really awesome to be able to have somebody uh you know near you that is gonna tell you the truth and not just gonna (laughs) you know like tell you oh yeah you're great everything (laughs) was awesome (laughs) (laughs) yeah So did you, when you guys started your business, um, like where did you see your business going? Like, did you have sort of an idea, the style you wanted to like kind of from the get-go? Mm-hmm. I know we usually develop a style over time Yeah. and you were saying like your sister helps you kind of get out of your shell a little bit. Um, and like knowing you now, I'm like, I couldn't imagine you not like being <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if you've always kind of been yeah, um, no, been that way. That's not what I meant. Like, yeah, totally. Yeah. Have you always have, been that way? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, just like, you know, always, you just see, you seem now, um, after knowing you for a little bit, like you just seem like you have such a free spirit and it shows through in your photography. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate that. Um, 
Well, what, like I said, before I started Wild Hearts Collective, um, I had a little Instagram account called <laughs> Victoria Takes Photos. Okay. And I was really scared to show people like the weirdo freak that I am because nobody was really showing that in the industry yeah. and everything was very like, you know, you wear a blazer, a collared shirt, dress pants to work. And I was always under the impression you start working for yourself to do the things that you want to do. But yeah. I had a hard time showcasing that. Um, so um, before getting together with her, it was very much, um, I had this like certain image of what I should be and yeah. who I thought I should show to people. Uh, but when we got together, um, you know, I was really inspired by um, Sherry and Mike and Melissa Baker, um, just, you know, a couple of people in, in Vancouver. Yeah. I've been, I've been following them since literally they started like, you know, back in the day I was engaged <laughs> once upon a time and okay. I was looking for wedding photographers and they always just caught my eye because they were authentically themselves from the yeah. jump. Like they never really had this, like, you know, they, they worked within like whatever the, the trends were of the wedding industry, but they still showcased what their art was. Yeah. And so when I started Wild Hearts, the reason why we were, we named it Wild Hearts, we, we, we jumped around with a few different cringier names. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> We've all but been when, Yeah. But when we, when we landed on Wild Hearts, the reason why we picked it is because Amanda is like the, the heart of of everything she is the grounder she she brings me to you know back down to to earth a little bit when I'm, yeah, I'm up amazing. in the clouds yeah. and I'm definitely the more wild one where I'm just like fuck it let's just yeah. do it. let's <laughs> make something wild happen and let's shake this industry up and do yeah. whatever so um I had an idea of what I wanted my work to look like and how I wanted to portray myself but again it was it went from one extreme to another. It went from like blazers and, you know, collared shirts and like, you know, natural looking hair to like, okay, when I dyed my hair, I dyed my hair blue back in like 2015 or 16. And so then I was like, I'm going to show everybody I'm the cool blue haired girl in this industry. <laughs> but like it, I just kind of was, uh, was viewing myself more as, um, as a novelty, I guess. And yeah. so it took a while to kind of get myself back to where I wanted to be, but I always knew I wanted um, Wild Hearts. Originally, it was going to be a full one-stop shop company. I We had stationary people on board. We had planners on board. We had makeup artists. We had, um, what else? De decor companies. Like we had the whole thing together, yeah. but we were finding it really hard to navigate other people's like process as well. Yeah. And I realized I didn't want to be a manager of everybody else's art or direction that they wanted to go in. I just wanted to focus on photography and have Amanda just focus on florals. Like I'm not a manager. I used to be a retail manager back in the day and I sucked at it. So yeah. I'm like, I'm not, you know, like that's not what I want to do with my time. Um, and I found that the people that I ended up really meeting up with and connecting with most 
really were just looking for simplicity in their day yeah. and letting every like letting their emotion and their connection with their friends and family and themselves really make up the rest of the story. Yeah. I find I enjoy that part <laughs> of the business and I feel the same way. It's really difficult to like in your head, you're like, okay, this is the type of photographer I want to be. Or like, mm-hmm. I want to model myself after these people. Cause I'm inspired by what they do. Mm-hmm. But like that process to getting from like where you are now to that, that point where you're like, yes, this is finally like, I'm sure that takes time. I don't know how you felt. Like, I'm sure there was like stumbles and different things All the that time. You did where you're like, oh, this isn't still not what I want. Like, yeah. I don't know what your process was to, for like truly getting to where you are now I think it took a lot of looking inside myself I know that sounds like super hippy dippy like (laughs) granola of me but I really needed to look at what I was doing um in terms of like I'm spending my energy and I'm asking people to spend their hard-earned dollars on me and if I'm not showing up as who I am Um, some days I have great days. I deal with mental health. Some days I have bad days. And when I started accepting that side of me and letting myself be truly who I am, I felt like the, the art aspect just started kind of falling into place. And don't get me wrong. I'm not like sitting here being like, I'm the best and I know (laughs) everything because I definitely don't. But what I do know is, um, my, creative process. And, um, what I do know is what I'm attracted to and what fuels my creative fire, if you will. Um, and that's a lot of like back in high school, we had, um, in our art class, we had, um, a photo lab. So we learned how to to shoot and develop film. That was always something that, you know, was always in my back pocket. Um, so when I started looking into what can I do in this industry that gives me a little bit of, for lack of a better word, like edge or mm-hmm. like, you know, a little bit of an up on what everybody else is doing. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah. I, I just started looking at the things that really make my world feel very vibrant. And that is, you know, live music, going to my friends, rock and roll shows, you know, getting I tattooed. Yeah. I know I miss so, so I know. much, I'm but, like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that was truly like what I started leaning into. And I yeah. think, um, you know, for anybody that w- is listening or anybody, you know, that might be in a position of feeling stuck or not being able to move forward. I think it's the best, best thing to do is writing a list of what you love about your work and then also writing another list about things that you wish you could do better and with that I found like the things that I wish I could do better were just like small things it wasn't like it wasn't um learning how to do something specific like I already know my settings I already know how to do double exposures I already know how to do to make an image look more film-based in Lightroom but my trouble was the balance of showing people what they want versus showing people what I want. And yeah. I, I know as who we are, we, like we're a service, people hire us to, to give them photos of some of the most magical moments in their lives. Yeah. However, I had to really remember and I had to train myself to, it's just like taking a compliment. You have to train yourself to say, 
this is why these people are messaging me. It's not yeah. about that I'm a thousand dollars cheaper than another photographer. It's yeah. not that, you know, I'm giving them a deal. It's none of that. There are some of that sometimes, but most of it is people are coming to us because we have something to offer them that they yeah. haven't seen anywhere else. Yeah. And whatever that something is, um, I notice a lot of the time people, when they message me in my contact form, it says, you know, what draws you to us or what brought you to us. And a lot of it is like, I thought it would be like, cause you make us look cool or whatever. <laughs> and a lot of it's like, everybody seems to be laughing. And I we really like that. Yeah. And so I found that you, people are mirrored by your person that personality yeah. that you're giving them as well. So if you find yourself more meek or more calm or more quiet, you probably are going to attract those style of couples as well. Um, you know, here and there, but the majority yeah. of people that hire me are hiring me for my personality. And um, yeah, I don't know if that answered any of the questions that you know, it's asking, good. But <laughs> no, it's good. I, I'm, I feel the same way. Like I do really feel like um, there are so many fabulous photographers out there. Mm -hmm. um, and I think a lot of times that you do have to show who you who you are and the experience you're going to give your couples over mm -hmm. like how good a photographer you are. Because totally. I don't feel like even for me, if I, I've been married and I had a wedding photographer and she was great. Um, and I love her photos. But I think now when I if I were to get married again, I would look for something like back then I was like, I just want pretty pictures and I didn't care. But now I'm like, I just want someone to hang out with me for the day and photograph like all the crazy shit that's going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> and like yeah, yeah, actually totally. be able to sit down and like moment through moment, like visualize and see the story from beginning to end. And I, I appreciate yeah. when I see and meet other photographers that get past the like structured list and just photograph, um, for like through your heart yeah totally. rather than through your mind if that makes any sense yeah but. no I think um life leads us like uh by our our heart or our energy and mm -hmm. I believe strongly that um we get it we get uh what we put in is what we get out of it yeah and so if you have photographer, if you're new to the industry and you just want to make a buck, I totally get it. Like it's, there's no shame in that game whatsoever. However, um, if you're doing things that aren't representative or isn't representing of yourself or of your business or of who you are as an artist, um, the industry is going to chew you up and spit you the fuck out. Like yeah. it's going to ruin you. And I was, I've been there, like I've been ruined by this industry and it made me feel like I was less than because, um, you know, I was looking at all these other photographers who were like 400 people, 10 hour wedding days that I don't know why I was drawn to that. I think it was just because that's what was popular at the time, yeah. but it, yeah. like it did nothing for me. Like when I yeah. would get those inquiries, like, I'd be like, oh, finally, here's this inquiry that like, you know, all these other big industry names, you know, they're, they're also meeting with these people. I finally made it. Well, that means shit to me. Like I yeah. want people like that, you know, trust me and my vision. Like, yeah, we'll create a timeline together. Um, you know, we'll, we'll talk about the day, but when it comes time for the family photos, like I don't want to be handed 
you know, a laundry list of names of people that I don't know. You know what I mean? Like yeah. at the end, at the beginning of the day, I introduce myself to everybody that's there getting ready. The, um, if it's a if it's a hetero couple, the bride and the groom side, um, you know, I make a point to say hello to the guests that are coming in because yeah. when it comes time for the the family or the the formals is what I call them or what we call them. Um, I want to be able to say, okay, grandparents, get up there, your turn, mom and dad, head on up, you know, things like that. And I don't want, it's like always the hardest part of the day because you're on a high from just getting married and then you have to stand still for 25 minutes. (laughs) Like, it's like, you've like done the full marathon and then you've got to wait 50 yards before the end of the, before the finish line. You know what I mean? Like before you can really just calm down as a couple. So I want like those types of things. I want people to be able to be excited throughout the whole day. Whenever I'm around them, I want them to feel stoked and happy. And if there's things that happen, you know, grandma's gone to the washroom and it's taking an extra 20 minutes to get her back out or whatever. Like I want to be able to still make time, make, my time valuable for them and getting photographs like and I've been really like um not to veer off too much but just talking about um the family formals I've been really like trying to um to make it more of like a fun thing not just like standing and like doing this like I think of it as like an extended family session like we have prompts and directions that we know as photographers and being like okay everybody arms around each other and try and wobbly walk towards me or whatever, things like that. So that the family photos, like the people that hire me, they're not these like stagnant people anyway. So like yeah. nobody's really like those photos are majority for the parents and the grandparents. Yeah. Um, and so I want to be able to offer my form of like happiness in terms yeah. of like formal photos as well, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I find the family photos are usually like, it's tough to say my least part of shooting a wedding because it really isn't like I love being able to get parents and their kids together after all Mm -hmm. the things that have been going on during the day. Yeah. But it does tend to be a little bit stagnant. And I always find Mm -hmm. my couples get really stressed at that point because someone's not listening and, you know, it's a little bit chaotic. So that's, that's interesting to think of it in that sense because you're having yeah. more fun with them and you know maybe someone needs to bring drinks out I don't know like <laughs> yeah know? totally yeah totally I, with them. yeah it's important to um you know to offer some sort of like being the comedic relief in term in like when things get a little bit stressful for couples as well yeah. and at least that's like who like it's hard for talking about this stuff when, I, especially when I, if I mentor somebody who has a very opposite personality than I do, cause I'm like, okay, well, if it gets awkward, just make the joke. And they're like, I, I don't know any jokes yeah. or whatever, but you know, I'm like, I'm more of like a Dane cook comedian where I use my body and I'm like yeah. doing this weird, like wacky inflatable yeah. arm man dances. And it just makes people start laughing. And if they're laughing at me or with me, I don't care as long as they're laughing yeah. and enjoying themselves like you know at the end of the day who am I supposed to impress the couple like that's it you know like I don't care if their cousin thinks I'm a loser because I was like you know 
saying some weird stuff. <laughs> yeah. I was going to add to like, I found it's easier and easier now as time goes on, as wedding seasons go on. But I do remember when I first started, I was so afraid to like be in the way, to bother people, to like ask somebody to move or talk to them or be like, Hey, can you get in this photo? I would be so nervous. And now I'm just like, Hey, motherfucker, get in this picture. <laughs> like, not quite, but you know, like it's just, it's, it takes so much. It does take time to like build that confidence up and now like it truly does ever, yeah. I've ever worked with a second shooter who's newer to the industry they're like I'm like just go in there like go yeah. you we're here for the couple and not for anybody else so if somebody's mom is upset like we can as long I mean don't stand in front of like the parents yeah. so you can't yeah. see but I just I find that that's taken some time for I'm get, it's much better now but like that part when you become a wedding photographer or you're building a wedding photography business like that was a big hurdle to get over oh yeah girl yeah yeah there and there's like, like some truth behind it like of being like nervous to talk to people because we're conditioned as humans to be polite especially women yeah. to be polite to never be in the way to be courteous all these things but sometimes when you're trying to get the shot and the shot only happens once like the first kiss and yeah. uncle bob or dad is standing directly in front of you I have no problem be like hey excuse me and like literally like yeah. a little boop, COVID a little movement with my hands to get them yeah. to understand that they're in the way like you know I'm not gonna sit here and pretend that like you know their iPhone photos are better than mine like I know <laughs> like that the couple literally like their ceremony photos like throughout like a 30 minute ceremony it's like the walk-in, the, you know, first glance, the Sarah, like the, um, the doing the vow rings, yeah. rings and the first kiss, like the, yeah. you gotta make sure that you're getting all of those yeah. in order to be able to provide like a full ceremony. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, they're all pieces that tell the story. So when exactly. yeah, uncle Bob walks in front of you, you're like, I can't tell the story for standing yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uncle Bob, you gotta go. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. So I know that um, this is another thing that a lot of photographers struggle with. I struggle with it and I'm slowly coming to terms with this idea behind like when you want to like find your style and get into your niche sort of area of photography uh, within the wedding industry, especially um, like that is a bit of a hurdle to like almost have to say no to things that don't fit your vibe or to know to things that don't align with what you want to shoot and walking away from it's I find it's really hard to turn inquiries down when I'm like this just isn't what I want to do this is too much like you were saying even those big weddings it did nothing for you mm -hmm. like was there a time where you're like okay I have to turn these down because it's just not fueling my soul yeah. and it's not where I want my business to go like how did yeah. you manage that part because so I think this well, is a, something that we all struggle with Totally. Well, there's two sides of this coin and I'll, I'll talk about both of them, but number one, um, I think people are affected more on, on honesty than anything. And so I don't shoot maternity because I don't, I've never been pregnant. Like, I don't yeah. know what it, like, you know what I mean? Like, I just yeah. don't know, I, like holding the belly, like it, it just becomes really monotonous to me because yeah. I, I don't have that, that kind of creative brain side of it. Yeah. But then I see other photographers who do that so 
easily and, you know, things like that. So what I'm trying to say is that when people connect with me that are, that I've never worked with before, that aren't like my past, like engagement or wedding couples for maternity or even family shoots, um, I like love that they are wanting my work, but if it's not going to serve my business in terms of what I want to push forward and show people what I'm good at, it's just going to be a hindrance to anything. Because if you're getting tagged in photos and their followers or friends are seeing that you're taking these photos, they're going to reach out to you and they're going to want the same photos. Like that's just how it works. And then all of a sudden you're like a prom photographer. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is again, like these are awesome outlets of the industry that you can make a lot of money at but for me my heart lies in elopements and micro weddings and they always have been like before COVID I was doing 20 30 guest you know weddings already so when COVID hit and everyone's like oh I can't have these 200 people weddings I was like (laughs) (laughs) bye yeah yeah like obviously like I'm sad for you but uh this is where I'm gonna make the most I'm gonna make the most you know out of this day um so I think um you know this the struggle of not being able to to say the struggle of saying no only opens doors to say yes to other yeah, people. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. And um, there's nothing wrong with saying, hey, this is actually out of my wheelhouse or I actually don't offer this service, but let me hook you up with five of my favorite girlfriends or guy friends in this industry. Yeah. They're killer. They know exactly what they're doing. Let me gr- see if they're available for your date that you're asking. And I'll get right back to you. And like those clients that I just did that to, they're just had an amazing customer service uh, response for me instead of me just saying, sorry, no, I don't do that. Yeah. You know, go find yourself something else. Yeah. And so that's one side of the coin. I think it with so with that, like, It's really important to just being able to like releasing yourself enough to say no in order to say yes to things. Like that's like one of the things that I teach at every workshop as well, because once I allowed myself to really understand that it's actually a sales tactic. Like I used to do sales courses all the time for past retail, my past life, past (laughs) life. Um, And it's actually a sales tactic. It actually, it, it creates a community as well. So that's one thing. So I think like being able to, um, you know, pushing, like, it's a hard thing to say no to money, especially when you need money. But, you know, every time you say no, there's going to be like seven other yeses. So, uh, but on the other side of that coin, if you're starting out and you just want to shoot, there is nothing wrong with just shooting. Yeah. Your Instagram. Okay. I was talking to a mentor about this the other day. Okay. So your Instagram is like your um, your, or sorry, your, your website's like your resume. It's like, you, you know, like what people see from what you are and who you are. Your Instagram is like all of the people that gave you really good reviews or really gave you like, are your people that when your employer calls and said, did this person work for you? And they're like, they were the best. That's your Instagram showing exactly what you want to photograph. And every, every photographer that teaches education or that does education will say this, but if you need money, shoot the goddamn elopement, shoot yeah. the maternity session, shoot the church wedding that you don't know what you're doing in yeah. terms of shooting a church wedding. Like shoot the things that you need to do to pay your bills, but only show 
the things that you want to keep shooting. Yeah. And for me, like, like I said, I don't shoot maternity solely. I don't shoot maternity basically at all, unless it's a past wedding client. Like that's the only time I'll ever shoot maternity. Um, but for like family sessions, I'll take like two or three on a year. If, yeah. if it's like, you know, a slow month for me and I need some extra cash and, you know, I'm bored and I want to shoot something and want to get creative. Yeah. Um, I, I start doing that because I feel like it's just, you know, it's, it's easier to, um, to shoot it and to say like, Hey, these are your photos and then never show them on your Instagram. And then coming up with 10 reasons why, or saying that you're not, you're not free that day or whatever, you know, like, so there's two, two, two sides to the coin. Um, and I think it like, if you really need the money, shoot the, shoot the thing, but don't feel like you have to be constrained to whatever somebody is sending you. Like I say no to things a lot, um, that don't fit who I am, who I, what I believe in or who I am, you know, what my, you know, personal beliefs are in terms of, you know, what the company stands for, things like that. Um, I do a lot of branding work and if it's company that, you know, doesn't have a strong social stance in political issues that I'm uh, feeling strongly about as well, I won't work with them. And I have yeah. no problem saying no to that. So I guess it's kind of a little bit of, yeah. you, can t- I, you can take either. Yeah. That's no, I love that. I do. I love that. You said like <laughs> saying no opens up opportunity for yeses because I yeah. find um, especially in the fall, is like everybody's, I want to have family photos taken. And like this fall, I said yes to everything because I had no income most of the year. Mm -hmm. And I usually do shoot families too, but um, my goal last year was to focus on on weddings and elopements and couples. And so I found I got so bogged down for a few months uh, where I couldn't put any attention into the side of my business like into my business to push that part of it forward because I spent Mm -hmm. so much time on the other end of it but I do I think I really enjoy that that I guess what I'm going to quote you on (laughs) that yeah when you say no it'll gives you the space to say yes to something else which is a hard thing when you're like like I said no and then my inbox is still empty (laughs) right like it's a hard a bit of a mindset to go through Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. I do think that's super I yeah I quite like that Awesome. I'm glad that that is useful for you. Yeah. Um, so you sort of touched a little bit on that you offer mentorships and that you're doing a bit of education for other photographers. Mm-hmm. What, obviously like you're very passionate about um, what, what you do. And I think that's probably anybody who um, is an educator in our industry will say the same thing. Like we're really passionate. That's why we kind of want to do that is I I don't know how like have you been doing that for the last couple of years like what was your kind of transition into that well yeah um so my cousin Kaylin who is the who is Kaylin McLaughlin um she uh and I and Stacy Carr who now lives in Australia and is back to doing engineering um we all had like a girls night girls weekend up on the Sunshine Coast back in like 2018 I think and we just talked about how you know 
it's great to be able to photograph the stuff, but we want to be able to offer information to people as well. Like I started a little bit earlier than Kaylin did, but by no means does that take away by all the hard work that she did. She has built something so beautiful. Um, but with me, when I started, there was no workshops to go to. There was no mentor sessions. There yeah. was no, none of that. It was all YouTube, Google, you know, reading books, things like that, unless you wanted to go to school for it. And I was a broke, you know, 18 year old wanting to learn photography. So, um, you know, that was really what the passion started for me. And um, so when we started doing that, we really wanted to like touch on what our strengths were. And um, Stacy is a very critical thinker. So she kind of went through like the more tax kind of world. Kaylin is the very connection based person. And I am all about creative process and art, art centered images. And so through that, I started to realize how much more passionate I really was. Like, I thought it was just yeah. a cool thing, like to be able to say like, oh yeah, I taught at a workshop, right? Or I hosted yeah. a workshop, like that's so much fun. But the like the high that I got after that of like really starting to really develop um you know public speaking and being able to get my point thoroughly across and have my words help change somebody else's career yeah is is huge because I I wish that there were photographers that were um you know, confident enough about their craft when I first started that they were happy to offer this information for a fee, but happy to offer that information. Um, you know, it's really, it's really hard and it can be really, um, it's so, it's like so insular this, this, even though we're photographers and we photograph people, 90% of our jobs is sitting at a desk and not talking to anyone. Yeah. So, you know, how do you bounce your ideas off of other people when you're by yourself, other than, you know, going on a podcast of a friend, it's like, <laughs> how do you really bounce your ideas yeah. off of other people, you know? Like, and so I, that really like pushed for me that made me stop and like think of things in a really different way too, because I, I get like a lot of questions in my mentor sessions, like, how do I gain followers? And I'm like, work hard at it. Yeah. Like that's, you know, that's not what I'm going to teach you. My mentor sessions aren't about gaining followers. Like I only have like 7,000 followers on my Instagram and that's a lot of followers for people that don't have that. But for me, I've been like, I want to hit 10 K. I want to hit 15 K, but that really doesn't mean anything like that. Yeah. That doesn't, that doesn't mean that you're an established or a working photographer that just means you're really good at showing awesome photos on Instagram and being being there at the right time I want to teach people or I teach people how to level up their creative process so when they're in situations where it's a harsh light situation or it's an indoor situation or they're in a location they've never shot before they can go back into like the you know all the little Thing, tips and tricks that I gave them and be able yeah. to pull out something so that when they're in that moment, they know exactly what to do. Like that yeah. is what I'm passionate about. Yeah. Like what the worst feeling in the world is like walking into a location and it's like, you know, orange overhead lighting and you're like, Oh my God. How, yeah, this how do I do this? Yeah. yeah. Like that, that's what I'm passionate about. Like that's yeah. the scariest thing, you know? So, Oh yeah. Yeah. I know one thing that I, um, 
got out of your workshop last year was like this like permission slip to just do whatever the fuck I wanted to do with my business. I love that. Like, and I do feel like it's a hook, it's a hitch up, hitch up. I don't know what the right word is, but it's just like this thing that like stops people because we, as an industry, like because we're such a visual industry, we see people's art all day, every day, scroll, 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 art, art, art. Like it's just in your face all day long. And I mean, it's hard to not when you, like you said, when you're at home by yourself and you're like, well, I'll just go on Instagram. That'll make me feel less lonely. I'll watch some stories, you know, but you get inundated with like, all this beautiful work and you're like, Oh, I want to do that. Or, or I should be doing that or I, whatever. And mm-hmm. I just remember like going to your workshop and you and, and Brit saying like, we are not creating like a workshop so you can come and like be another photographer. Like that's not, we don't want you to be like anybody else. Like we're going to show yeah. you how to like connect with your couples, but like you're in charge of like figuring. Yeah. It's like a choose your own adventure, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. And I just remember Sorry. No, you go. Go. I was gonna say I just tell remember, me more about what I know. Like I just like, talk about me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just remember leaving there with like I was so fueled. It it frustrates me that like three months later, all of us had our businesses shut down. Cause I was like, I went to your workshop and then I flew to Palm Springs like two days later. And yeah, I yeah, my yeah. Very first styled shoot at Joshua Tree, like randomly by myself I had no idea what I was doing and I wish I knew a bit more because I mean I love those photos but I just was like on such a high coming from your workshop because I was just like I don't give a fuck like I am just going to just do my thing and it's gonna be great and then um yeah 2020 was a hard year I still feel that way I still feel that like passion but that is something I really got out of your workshop and um I'm so happy you did because I've I've attended workshops and I've done a lot of webinars and, you know, I I believe education is a really large part of this industry and it can be, it can be really beneficial for both the educator and the mentee. Um, But I've, I've been to workshops where I'm like, okay, but what are we learning? Like we're learning that like in order to gain followers, we have to post three times and show our face on our Instagram story and use all the products that they offer. Like, I don't care about that. Like I want to learn like something that I, that hits home for me and every, every workshop or any, everything that I've gone to, I found some really interesting points, but they weren't like the top things that I would like, you know, push forward. And so when I looked at my own self and when, you know, back when it was cabin fever and it was Stacy Kalen and I, um, you know, we were just taking inspiration from all the other photographers that they had gone to workshops with, which was, you know, like these big names like India Earl and Don Charles and stuff. And, and, they hold true, like their work holds true. But I was like, I want to make a cool looking styled shoot, but I want these people to leave feeling pumped about their own process as well. Like I didn't want, I don't want anybody to feel like they have to strive to be me to be able to be somebody in the industry or strive to be Brittany or strive to be, you know what I mean? Like it, I don't want anybody to think that they have to be somebody else to make a difference in their work. Um, And yeah, like, it's really important to be able to have your own voice in this, like, or have your own little slice of pie in this huge industry that can feel monotonous sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I just, I loved, um, 
yeah, I love that about you. And I love that about following you because you just have such a great energy. And I know Instagram can be like the highlight reel of life. So yes. it's not always, I know some, a lot of people say that like you just, to me as well, with my energy level. And I'm like, yeah, it's not always like that, but I'm glad yeah. that it looks that way. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh. Well, thank you. Oh, yeah. No, no. Uh, no, you go. This is the hard part about not being in person like obviously we you guys can't see her but I can see her and it's like this <laughs> classic zoom interruption yeah yeah no I was um I was just gonna say that um you know uh uh nope mind fart never mind <laughs> it's gone oh yeah I know it okay wait uh, I was gonna say about how people say that like this Instagram is like a real of life and things like that yeah. um and I had quite a bit of people reach out to me I, I shared something on my story like a couple weeks ago and it was just like uh I was just like rambling and I said something and like a lot of people messaged me afterwards because I said that I had left home when I was 16 and whatever. And people were like really interested in that story. And it blew my mind because I was like, I didn't really think that people really like, I care about what other people's lives are like, but yeah. I didn't know. I don't know why I thought it was so different with me that like, people were like, just show us the good photos and yeah. leave the rest of it. And so now I'm like, I'm finding myself even showing up more on social media in maybe a different light than what I was before. Like it's never been inauthentic who I was before, but I definitely like, I struggle with mental health. I have, you know, depression. I deal with it every day. I go to therapy, all these kinds of things. Um, you know, we all have our past and I'm like, we should be talking about this more. We should as, especially as artists, I feel like the most, um, struggling people with mental health usually are artists. Like we need to talk about this stuff. So it, it gave me just, while we're talking about it, it just gave me a little bit of a, like a little light bulb at the top of my head to maybe showcase more of that or being able to, your podcast is the scared photographer. And it's very much that, that world of being scared of showing who your authentic self is. So, yeah. And it is intimidating and it is, um, yeah, that idea around, um, mental health and like there's so many things that go into like you said we're home by ourselves um and especially over the last year where we've had the thing we're most passionate about kind of not taken away but like changed in a way we weren't expecting and not sure how to manage it just yet and Mm -hmm. so I think the more we talk about it and the more we sort of break down the idea of this like well I'm a you know, 10 plus year high end 60 wedding person a year. Like, I really don't care how many weddings you shoot a year. I I don't. Um, I care that you care about your clients. I care that you give the space to your clients. I care that you give the space to the people around you. Like those are things that I care about. So I, um, recently kind of like, just, I look, when I go on social media, I look for what you just said, like people who are sharing their authentic, not just their their, their successes, but their struggles. Cause I, I ask that of my clients, like yeah. when I sit down with them and have a conversation prior to their wedding day, or like, in, even in the beginning, I'm like, I want to know your story. I want to know, like, did someone's parents hate your, hate your thing? Like, did you have to overcome this? Like, I will, mm-hmm. I would love to know all those things. So it's kind of hypocritical of us to ask that of our clients, if we're totally. not willing to share that. Yeah. And, so I think that's a pro- step two in, in really like finding the people that connect in that way. 
I could talk to you for like a billion more hours, but yeah. your ears are getting tired of hearing me squeal at you. So. No, it's good. This has been awesome. I really love, um, I love this. Um, and I so appreciate you coming on and oh, sharing yeah. everything with us. If you guys don't know Victoria and you want to follow her, her Instagram handle is the wild hearts collective and her workshop handle is the defiant workshop. And yeah, you guys got to go check her out and give her a follow and show her some love. And I appreciate everything today. Thanks so much for listening to yes. the people that are listening. I'm like cupping my mouth as if it's like doing something. I don't know. No, it's I'm good. Like we have these like arm dancing. Yeah, we're all dancing right now. You guys can't see, but that's okay. I uh, thank you guys so much for listening. And like I said, go show her some love and we'll see you guys next time.